Hello, friends. Welcome to the first Friday conversation video. And thanks to Jay from the world, according to Jay, for being my first victim. Yeah, I, I, I hope I hope you know what you got yourself into, buddy. <laughs> I I think you should know me by now that I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, that makes two so, of us. So, so yeah. this would be pretty cool, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I've got myself into, but that's that's always you know it's fake it till you make it. That's kind of my uh, my my motto for life. <laughs> Well, that's what most people do when they do a show with me. I know uh, Brad Proctor, when, when we do paper cuts, he, he has no idea what he got himself into. So uh, this would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess we should start off by, so recently you changed your name of the name of your channel. and that's I did a, change my name. Yeah. yeah that was so a what, pain. What, yeah. What can you tell us about that? Oh, so yeah. Get your popcorn and your drink ready for, for this. <laughs> this would be yeah, fun. Drink. I drink. It's a short story and it's a long story. Uh, so the, the Jay Maddox name, okay. That's not my real name to begin with. Uh, we could, we have to go back 20, 25 years. I worked in radio for about 11 years, uh, late nineties, early two thousands. And you know, when you're in radio, you have to have a radio name, uh, mm. because you know, you don't want somebody really finding your real name, showing up at your house, you know, at midnight and, and it's just crazy stuff. Right. Yeah. So I came up with the name Jay Maddox. Jay is the first letter of my first name, which is Jason. And Maddox is the last name of my favorite baseball player, Greg Maddox. So I just put the two together. Jay Maddox. I never thought I would, I would use the name again. I, you know, I got out of radio, I want to say 2007, probably. Hmm. And so I never thought I would use the name again uh, until last year, last summer. I decided to start this channel, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you. This was one of those, uh, COVID channels. You know, I, I had extra time at home. I, I was working from home, so I had extra time and I was always like, you know, watching other booktubers, uh, throughout. And I, I was like, I, I could do that, but I need a name for my channel. So I just figured why not bring my old radio name back to it, you know, and just go with Jay Maddox entertainment. And, and I was fine for a long time, for a long time, you know, I created my channel, uh, I went over to Instagram and kind of created a foundation went over to uh, Twitter, met a lot of people and they really thought that was my name. And I just went, went with it and it, it was cool. Um, mm -hmm. Then it turns out there's someone else that has a history in, I guess, writing or horror or, or uh, bizarro mm -hmm. that some people know about. And I don't think he's on Twitter. I know he is on YouTube under a different name, but I guess this name is very similar to mine. Um, I, I don't even want to go and, you know, mention what his name is. Same last sure. name. And the first name also starts with the J. Yeah. Put it that way. Um, you know, that, that's all fun. And Danny cotton candy, you know, a lot of people have the same name, but then I, I was kind of told that our values are probably not the same. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to get, too far into um what his may be but i'm a very uh, liberal person you know I, I i i am all for equality for everyone um so you're coming you're pro common sense in other words right yes you know it, it, it i mean my current job i i, I help people you know it, this this is this is me and i'm you know being that kind of person i'm a big supporter of the lgbtq plus community I have a lot of friends in the community. 
Mm-hmm. I am a big supporter of equality for everyone. And I don't think, and, I, and don't quote me because I've never met the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm just going on what, uh, I guess the history was brought up to me. Um, I, I don't think we had the same outlook on things. I don't think we had the same values on, on things at all. So it turns out there were a few people over on Twitter that were confused with the name and they thought he just rebranded under that particular name. And I didn't really think anything of it um, until more and more people mentioned they thought, you know, I was that of the person. Right. Uh, so, you know, I thought about it for a while. I asked a few friends, you know, and, and I was like, you know what? It's not even my real name, you know, and I'm not in radio anymore. I'm just going to change everything. So that took a, that took a whole weekend rebranding everything. Uh, <laughs> and I think I, I think I took, I changed my name twice when I started doing it. So, <laughs> so this is, this is what we're getting for now until I decided to rebrand again. Yeah. So it so, doesn't sound like much, but it's a lot of work to do that. It, right? it is because like I had to think about everything I, I have, the YouTube channel, that email I used is actually still active. Uh, that's a whole bigger issue. Uh, then I had to change Twitter and uh, Instagram and you know, things that I kind of built up slowly over the past year. Mm-hmm. Then I had to make sure that the people I built a rapport with, some of the people I became friends with, knew that I'm still the same person. You know, yeah. so, so so I'm sending messages to people that I interact with daily, both on Instagram and both on uh, Twitter saying, hey, it's still me. It's just a, a different name. So don't forget about me. I'm over here. Here, Here's what yeah. happened. You know, so uh, this is what we're getting for now. You know, and I'm still finding little things here or there that has the, the old name on it. Um, like some of, the, some of the graphics we made for paper cuts that Brad Proctor and myself uh, do he, he updated the graphic, but I realized I had to change that on my, my channel, on my banner for my YouTube for like two weeks. It still said J Maddox on it. And I had to change <laughs> all of that. Uh, I just changed that, uh, yesterday, I believe. So, uh, little things are still popping up, but I know people are still going to refer to me every now and then as J Maddox. I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had a lot of people come to my defense on Twitter. Uh, Sam Richard, a buddy of mine, you know, he runs, owns we're punk books. He, he flat out said, this guy's the cool guy. We're not worried about the other guy, you know, and a lot of other people came up and they were like, you know, we know this, this one, that he, he's the good guy. So they're still going to refer to me as Jay Maddox every now and then. That That's great. Yeah. That's fine. I'm just going to go with, with Jay and, and they know who I am. So that that's, that's a story um, as condensed as I can make it in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was, it was a long, the long way to get to a very short answer, basically. I no, changed yeah, it because I had to. <laughs> it's interesting though, because you know it is a lot of work. So it, it yeah. does. It's unfortunate that that happened because it's to do all that and then to let everyone know, hey, this is my new name, and people get confused because they're so used to you being under one name, and you know there's right. a lot involved in it. Right. I mean, what's going to happen if you change yours, Steve, to what Stephen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, what happened? To Steve talks about books. We're we're who's the Stephen guy? Hey, Steve. Stephen's you know trying to use your name and mess with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can happen to anybody. Nikki's in the chat here, dark between mm-hmm. pages. She changed her name. Uh, she actually used to be a repast by bedtime. And that's when I first met her uh, mm-hmm. last year. So she had to go through the whole um, rebranding. So she knows, you know, it's a, it's a uphill battle to, to make sure you change everything and everyone knows that it's still you. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. 
So you mentioned paper cuts with uh, Brad Proctor, and that's a, that's a really cool idea that you guys come up. How did that all come come to be? It was all my idea, every single <laughs> bit of it. I'm, I'm only saying that because he's in the he's in chat. Um, yeah. So paper cuts. It, this thing, this it, it took off, and it's bigger than what we thought it was going to be. Well, I, I mean, I knew it was going to be big. I didn't know it was going to take off this quick, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been in interviews together. We've interviewed a lot of uh, writers in the uh, independent and small press horror and dark fiction community. Uh, Nikki from Dark Between Pages, she, she has a lot of these interviews set up and she always invites us on there. Um, Brad and I have somewhat of the same personality. Uh, we're a little sarcastic, you know. We have a lot of fun. But I was thinking about it one day, you know, we have an author. And then we have five people just attacking this author with questions. <laughs> yeah. It's fun sometimes. It could be a little chaotic. Um, actually, last night, <laughs> Nikki had, she was the only one, and she had four or five. So it was reversed. But that's a lot of people, you know. Um, and, and she's got so many people scheduled and ready to go that I can't make all of them. I know Brad can't make all of them. So we were talking one day, and I said, you know, we ought to just come up with something for us where we would, you know, invite creatives on. It didn't have to just necessarily be a writer or an author. It could have been like, like Sam Richard, he writes, but he also owns a publishing company. Uh, it just chat with them and make it more like a laid back, uh, you know, try to make it like a late night talk show kind of, kind of feel, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that was the whole foundation of it. And then things started rolling and we started putting things to together and, and it just, it just took off really. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a lot of fun, you know, we are going to invite some you know special guest interviewers on there. Uh, and we wouldn't mind doing a panel like uh, we did before with Nikki. We had Leslie from nerdy narrative, you know, interview people with us before. Um, yeah. Kelly hooked on books. You know, mm-hmm. she's been in some of the interviews. So, yeah, a lot of times it's been like, you know, five on one, basically a little chaotic, uh, you know, and you don't always get your question out that way, you know, because you yeah. want everybody to take their turn. You don't want to take up all of the time of, of the whole show. This way, what we're doing, everyone's invited. We're laid back and, and it's just me and Brad just going back and forth, you know, and, and it's, you know, really most of it's Brad. I'm I'm just the there for the comic relief, just kind of, you know, with the a fart joke every now and then and just to break up the monotony at times, you know, and, and, and play game with them. But <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's paper cuts. I mean, so uh, it, it, what that, what, what we do with paper cuts, uh, we, we do it on Brad's channel. Cause you know, he has like a million people that follow him that way. At least we know somebody's watching and then we put it on my channel like the next day. Hmm. And then I upload it to the podcast platforms. So there's three different ways you could check it out. Oh, cool. Yeah. I will add those links to the description after the stream too. So anyone who's curious can go check it out. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Appreciate it. So um, you've been, <laughs> Brad. Uh... What did I mess up on? We... Brad says that's not how it came to be at all. <laughs> he had to hop on here because that, that's what I remember that we were like, hey, let's do a show basically. <laughs> <laughs> So we were talking a little bit before. Wait, is, is, he, uh, is he texting me right now? He's like, no. He just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. Oh, okay. So uh, we were chatting a little bit before the stream, and I had mentioned we were talking a little bit about Kev Harrison because he is a guest 
on Paper Cuts tomorrow, right? Yes, yes, yes. And Kevin, somebody you know, I started talking to over the last year, and yeah, yeah we chat. He's just one of many uh, writers that I've connected with, you know, over this past year since I've started doing this whole this old uh, social media stuff that I'm doing for an old guy. A lot of stuff to learn, but yeah. So yeah, tomorrow, Kev Harrison. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you mentioned that you're actually in in, in the acknowledgments that I because I had mentioned to you I'm reading Paths Left Untrodden for my mm-hmm. short story September, and you had mentioned you are in the acknowledgments. I am in the back I of the am. book. That's what is that like? Is that when you see your name in a book like that? What is that? What is that like? Tell me because well, I'm living <laughs> vicariously through you. Well, I didn't I didn't know about he didn't tell me about it. Um, he sent me a uh, an arc before that the the actual book came out and wanted me to check it out. So sure, I, you know, I checked it out and I always go to the back and see if there's anything special there. And I saw my name and I had to look at it two or three times and my head just blew up really. Like, like that's the first one, you know, uh, <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. I'm also in his uh, latest one that dropped earlier this week below. I get another mm-hmm. mention. So I'm going to have like a little collection of all the books I get mentioned in. Uh, so it, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty cool. That, that, that's when you, you know, you know, some of the stuff that you are doing, some of the hard work you're putting in, you know, it's awesome that the writers are appreciating the extra work you're doing just to help spread their name and spread their work out there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we had a question from NW Reader. Uh, when, when are you going to release a book <laughs> of your own? Yeah, I get I get that question a lot. Yeah, are you, um, are you a writer? Do you write? I dabble, and okay. the plan was to have a short story collection out sometime this year. And, and to my defense, this year is not over with yet. No, you have some time. Um, I have I have three written that need some editing, maybe some expanding. I have probably another three in my head. Um, you know, but we'll, we'll see what happens guys. You know, I, I work a lot of hours. I have a couple kids. <laughs> we want it now. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it will be sometime in this lifetime. How's that? And, and right. I think, I think, uh, Christina's asking this because I've talked to her about doing the cover. Oh, cool. So, oh, that's awesome. So if anybody is not following NW reader, on Twitter and Instagram, I mean, she puts some of her artwork and stuff. She uh, displays it, and I've seen some of it. So, um, yeah, she's in the running. She's one of 150. I'm, I'm totally <laughs> kidding. I'm I, I'm totally kidding. I, <laughs> she's yeah, she's probably the front runner of who I would talk to about getting a cover made. So I, I think that's why she brought it up. But she knows it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. That's a good question too, because I didn't know you you were writing. I, I, I wrote when I was younger, you know, and through college and through high school, I actually won an award or two in high school. Uh, it's just, you know, something that's kind of got, got away from me, you know, life. Yeah. Uh, so now that I've been doing this channel and, and I've been uh, talking to some writers, becoming friends with them, kind of have that bug again. Yeah. You know? some of the creative juices are flowing through my brain and it's weird. Cause I think of things at weird times and, and I always say to myself, I should write this down cause I'm, I'm going to forget it when I actually have time to sit down and start writing it. Um, you know, and we have these phones with us all the time. I should probably put something on there. I don't have the time. So then I'm sitting here thinking, what was the idea? And then, you know, 
a month yeah. later comes to me. Yeah. So we'll see what happens because I may have a novella or two floating around up here too. So they may oh. come out before the short story collection. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. <laughs> so you, so you know a lot of reviewers personally. So do you have reviewers? Any, yeah. Any yeah. of them read your stories and can I give you feedback? Um, who has read my stuff? You know, I act, I sent one off. Ross Jeffrey, he's a writer and reviewer. I sent mm -hmm. one off to him a while back, and um, the the writer and editor and him sent it back with a lot of red on it. <laughs> and I, I and I took it in. I he pointed something out to me that I have to go back in and fix, and I I should have realized it. Um, so I, I'm very appreciative of, of that. Um, I don't know if Lewis Stevenson is still in the uh, chat or not. L. Stevenson, by the way. I mean, he's not a reviewer. He's a writer. Mm -hmm. um, if you guys have not picked this up yet, pick it up. But he's in the UK. And we actually chat every day. Wow. Um, he's read. I think I've sent all three of them to him. He's read them. Um, I don't. I think he likes them. I mean, I think he realizes there's some <laughs> room for improvement and expansion there. And he's throwing a few suggestions my way. Uh, yeah, see, he's, he's there. He's yeah. there. Yeah. He's there. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, get this, a, guys. Yeah, I hear that's. I've heard Look, nothing but great things about it. I'm even. I'm using Steve's channel to promote friends. <laughs> promote, promote away. It's good stuff. Then it should more people should be aware of it. And it's a great. It's a great resource to have with people you know that are in the business or you know reviewers or writers, and it's good that you're using them as a resource and getting you know that all those red marks are chances to improve. So. Look at that. He said I'm a good writer, so I have to send the check now over to the UK. That's going to be expensive. Yeah. Let me write that down. <laughs> what about you? Do, you? do you do you write any? Um, I used to write short stories, you know, way back, but I haven't really. I, and I really don't have a desire to. There's every once in a great while I'll think about mm -hmm. writing something just to, you know, just because. Just because you get that bug, but. For like to, uh, fantasy or horror, you do you do a um, lot of fantasy on your channel, right? Sci-fi, um, fantasy. I do I mostly. I, it's mostly like I'd say half fantasy. More, it's going towards more towards. It's going more towards horror and probably grimdark now, though, just because fantasy. And I don't mean to upset anyone in the do it watching, oh. <laughs> you know. But uh, a lot of the fantasy stuff, a lot of it is the same. A lot mm -hmm. of it is the same formula over and over and there there are some great fantasy books there are some authors that really do great work but there's a lot that's you know it's it's repetitive so it is it, you know i, I don't want to you know piss anybody off because i've done that many times uh fantasy fans and sci-fi fans because i have a lot of uh videos on my channel that i've kind of made jokes you know about the genres but yeah it I, I've just never been drawn to uh fan I can do dark fantasy sometimes, mm -hmm. but sometimes it, it still goes too far onto the uh fantasy side of of things and I just I just lose interest really quick for some reason. Yeah. So <laughs> I think horror is re is really versatile. I think a lot of people um a lot of people a lot of people think horror is just the same and it's I, I think some people consider horror to be like cheap and you know the like cheap like um, but it's it can be really sophisticated and really deep. So, so uh, Sap H. I don't know how to say that person's name. Asking what the name of the book, The oh, Goners. The Goners. The Goners. It is a novella, correct? Yeah. What up, L. Stevenson. Pages? 
Oh, no, this is um, 119, 120. Yeah, 120. Yeah. You do have a a review of that on your channel, right? I do, yes. I believe Leslie from the Nerdy Narrative reviewed it, too. She did. Yeah. She did. Nothing but great things. So uh, before we went live, we did... um, we did mention we did talk a little bit before we went live about uh, small press and uh, staying away, not necessarily staying away from the bigger books, but just uh, focusing on the smaller press and how satisfying yeah. that can be. So, what what is that for you? Do you ever think about reviewing the bigger, more popular books? Oh, that, that's that's a very loaded question. <laughs> so, when I first started my channel, I didn't really know what I was going to review. Um, I was watching channels like, uh, better than food with Clifford Lee Sargent, who's got like 500,000 subscribers, but he, uh, reviews, you know, these philosophical spiritual journey books and stuff, you know, and I just liked the the format of it. Um, and a few others, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily just horror. And then I was kind of in the background and I watched people like, uh, Cameron Chaney, and uh alex the bookubus who was mm-hmm. hey little thrifter at the time that i watched her uh edward lauren i think all of us watched edward lauren and they all did horror uh but it was like you know the mainstream stuff it, it was mm-hmm. like even some vintage stuff uh you know edward lauren does a lot of stephen king you know and i'm like yeah i, I could read that too i had the whole stephen king library i have the whole joe hill library you know peter straub dean Koontz, all that stuff so I'm like, you know, I, I could do this. And then I started watching like people like Raw Red Beard and Brad Proctor and Nikki, who was, you know, I read past my bedtime before she changed her name. Uh, and I was like, hell, they're doing some of these smaller unknown writers. That's pretty interesting. And so I was teetering on the fence, you know, do I want to start a channel? Do I want to just add to it? You know, what do I want to do if I do start a channel? And a buddy of mine, uh, Clyde, he was like, just do it because you read the stuff and you can talk about it. So I think I'll be honest with you. My first uh, probably 10 or 15 videos I took down because they're so bad. Uh, <laughs> so initially I didn't know what I was going to review. I, I think I reviewed a couple of the mainstream ones, but I jumped down that rabbit hole of independent and small press. And I don't know what was the first thing that made me do it. Maybe uh, devil's Creek talk. Heasley. Hmm. That might have been that might have started it for me. And, and really, it, it's like a snowball. You do one, you do two, and you do two. It's like a pyramid scheme. You do four, then you do eight, and you just don't stop. And every day I look at my Stephen King library, and they, every day I look at my Joe Hill library, right? And every day hmm. I look at everything, all these other mainstream I have. I'm, I'm going to get to them eventually. But I'm so wrapped up now in this community of independent and small press writers who write horror and dark fiction and i i i just get a better feel when i'm reading it because it's 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 raw you know and and Mm -hmm. it's more natural they're not going through a big publishing company that's you know polishing everything for them you know it's it's and then you start meeting the, the people behind the books i never thought i was going to be accepted into this community but i mean some of the people that that I've met doing this now, now mind you, you know, reviews are not for the writer mm-hmm. reviews are for other readers, but doing the reviews that I've done for the writers, some of the people I've met, I mean, I've, I've met Ross Jeffrey. We've become good friends. Kev Harrison's put me in his books, you know, 
Megan Lucas. Let's talk about her for a second. I uh, reviewed Songbirds and Stray Dogs. Megan Lucas, right? This was one of the first non-horror books I reviewed. Um, she sent me a thank you card. Okay. That's, cool that's, a little that? bit, that's, that's a little bit more intimate. That's personal, right? Yeah. If I was to review Stephen King, if I sit here and do every Stephen King book, every Joe Hill book, do you think that's going to really affect their sales? Do you think that's really going to, you know, say, Hey, we have this, this fan here. Am I going to get a thank you card from them? Again, I, I know <laughs> the reviews are not for the writers. They're for the, the readers, but just the fact that we're at a level where these writers are very appreciative of, of what we do because they know it takes our time. You mm -hmm. know, they're not making anybody read their stuff and review it. Brian Bowyer, he lives here in Ohio, 45 minutes oh. away from me, right? He sends me his new stuff without me even asking for it. Yeah, cool that, that's that? pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. I talked about L Stevenson earlier, who's over in the UK. We chat every day on Instagram, you know, Sam Richard over at we're punk books. You know, he's become a pretty cool friend. I I've, there's a running joke where I'm like the unofficial uh, spokesperson for weird punk books because I push all their stuff. You know, I've met people like Eric LaRocca and Daniel Barnett, you know, you've had Daniel Barnett and you've had Joshua Marcel on your channel before. <laughs> They're just down to earth great people yeah laura laura hightower i chat with her on twitter I've, I've talked to her you know on nikki's channel we have her coming up on paper cuts she's awesome to talk to rob shepherd another one in the uk i never knew i was going to have all these friends in the uk to begin with that's yeah. just that's just weird you know uh rebecca Rowland at dark inc i review all of her anthologies for her now how's that you know we have people like michael clark tc parker you know beverly lee Mitch Seaborn, Leah Lindemann, people like that that I never thought I would meet. I didn't know anything of, but if I review their book, you know, they appreciate it. They reach out to say thank you. I'm not going to yeah. get that from from Joe Hill. I'm sorry. You know, as much as I like some of his stuff and as much as I like Clive Barker and, and Stephen King, they're not going to, you know, say, hey, Jay, thanks. I appreciate it. You didn't really affect us any, but hey, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for you know buying the book and 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 going with it, you know. So, yeah. So and, I and, I really yeah. like the whole independent small press world, basically. And even even for books that you that you've reviewed, because I've been afraid to post like lukewarm or you know negative reviews on things, but a lot of the mm -hmm. times the authors are are still appreciative that you took a chance and you read it, and you give it some attention. So when when did a three become bad? Because I Isn't think a three is good. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. Because right. I, I've I've seen on more than one occasion where uh, people thought they had to justify a three, and mm -hmm. I'm still thinking, hey, a three is pretty good because I've given zeros before. A so that zero. Would, that would, so that would make you know what a two and a half right in the middle there. Yeah. So a three is on the better side of that. Yeah. Oh. There are some videos that no longer exist on my channel because <laughs> because I've kind of had some rants with them and and just took them down just so people don't get the wrong idea about me. But no, I, I've given things zeros before. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> but no, I, I don't know when three a three became bad. You know, yeah. I think I think especially when it comes to horror and dark fiction. You know, it's one of those uh, genres that such a big um, umbrella, so many genres underneath it not everyone is going to affect every person the same way. And plus it's subjective. It's right. totally subjective. Right. I mean, it's my opinion. What I don't like about it. You may like about it. What right. you don't like about it. I may love about it. You know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing, you know, you mentioned already about the independent work and the self-published side of it. It's what they want. This what they, it's, it's, it's the work that they intended. That's what I love about it is that it wasn't watered down. It wasn't changed by someone in an right. office somewhere. You know, it's, it's their vision that we get, whether it's good or bad or we like it or not. It's what they wanted out there. Yeah. So that's I mean, what they're, I they're less hands touching it, you know? Yeah. It, it, that's going to happen with when, you know, when I finally <laughs> get my work done, you know, who's going to touch it, me and whoever edits it and yeah. whoever edits it, they're not going to change the content. They're going to make sure that it's, you know, grammatically correct, basically, you know, yeah. it, it makes sure that I use the proper tense and, and all that stuff, you know, and they might give me a suggestion as far as, you know, maybe you want to switch this around, but that's fine. But that's it. I'm not going to have several people. I'm not going to have an agent telling me, you know what? We, we did some studies and the studies show that you would get a better audience if you do this and this, because it's, it's my art. And yeah. I, that's what, that's how I look at some of these. It's, it's, it's an art and, I don't want to mess with somebody's art because art's different to every person. Yeah. I, I almost feel bad for the, whether it's an author or a, a movie director or someone who a TV show or whatever it is, a creator that creates something and then they have to change it to fit some mold yeah. that for some demographic they're trying to shoot for. That must be just gut wrenching to put all this work and time into something and then right. have it just totally Producers, changed. directors, right. all of them, you know, they're whoever's giving out the money. Right, <laughs> it's kind of getting the the final say of what's happening. So yeah, that must really be that must be awful for that to happen, yeah. and that's why I really love the self published stuff, just because it's it's what they want. And even comic books, a lot of comics, the self published stuff is the better. Like the the image images books are an example of that. It's gone really, um, you know, image is really blown up in the in the past twenty years, but it's creator owned, so that's just good about it. Are you really into comic books and stuff? I used to be, and then I kind of fell off of it. But I used to read a lot of like The Walking Dead when it was good. I never read those. See, uh, it was the you know to be honest, I used to love the comic book, and then the TV show got really bad. Yeah, and I just I lost interest in the comic book. I mean, I had, lot, I had a lot. I had a lot of comic books when I was younger. Um, yeah, it, it you know Marvel. I was a Marvel guy. I had some yeah. DC too, but. Uh, I was a Marvel guy, and I was some of the independents I really liked. Uh, it got pretty expensive for me to <laughs> keep buying them, you know. Um, yeah. But just recently, well, I mean, this past year, I've I've picked up a few uh, graphic novels here and there. I want to check out and kind of get back into, and, and and because you know the storylines are pretty awesome through them, and then you get artwork yeah. to go along with it. So, yeah. What books did you pick up? Uh, well. I had lost my copy of Watchmen and every person's oh. got to have a copy of Watchmen. So I, I ended up getting an, another copy and unfortunately it's the HBO tie-in. I, I hate when they do like, oh, I hate when yeah. books are reissued for the movie or HBO tie-in. Um, I picked up a copy of Viva Vendetta also. I remember nice. watching the movie for a while ago, but yeah, I need to look a little deeper and get some and find some. Maybe I'll try manga too. Yeah, I haven't gotten, I haven't tried manga. I uh, just haven't. It just doesn't appeal to me too much, but one of these days. A lot of people do manga. I need to. I need to try it. I need to see if I like it. You know, check it out. Yeah, give it a I'll shot. I'll put it on my list. My my never ending full lifetime TBR list. Because <laughs> yeah. Re, yeah, because if you saw my base, I'm in a dungeon right now. I'm in the basement. I mean, you can see I work right there, but uh, <laughs> I got books totally surrounding me. And this was the kids' play area at one point, but it's it's been overtaken by me working from home and books. Yeah. So, 
and it's, it's, it's it re, we want to remodel down here either in the winter time or early next spring. So I mean, it's going to be a bitch to get all the stuff out of here to remodel. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not looking forward to it at all. <laughs> and uh, so you have you so you're you create you review books, you make booktube videos, you write, you work, you have a family. How do you find time to do it all and make I it look easy? Trust me, it's not easy. I don't. <laughs> I have no schedule for the stuff I do on YouTube. Um, working from homes helped me do some because I don't have that travel time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to. It doesn't take us as long to get stuff to get ready for work in the morning. So if I need to shoot a video, um, I've shot videos before at four o'clock in the morning when everyone else is asleep. Uh, because I'm usually up, I get up around three thirty or four o'clock each day. So if I if I have to shoot a video, I'll do I'll shoot a video sometimes at four o'clock in the morning, and then maybe edit it later, mm-hmm. uh, just to have it done. And vice versa. Sometimes I've I've shot videos before at eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night, and then edit it the, the next day. Uh, so just because you see a video of mine doesn't mean I did it all in that one day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Plus, I get a little picky, so my editing takes longer. I'm not like an editing extraordinaire or anything, but I like to sometimes I like to put a little comedy into my stuff. Uh, I can be somewhat of a very sarcastic, but funny. No, no. But you know, I know. Yeah, comedy <laughs> in booktube world. Yeah, book yeah. nerds and comedy. There had to been one person, right? I'm not saying yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I'm Richard Pryor or anybody like that. I'm just saying I like to put some jokes and stuff and some of the stuff I do. But yeah. I have I have no kind of schedule. You know, you have people who will do a tag on Tuesday and a wrap up on a Monday, you know, and, and then like every month do some sort of uh monthly wrap up and yeah. then do a book haul and then review two or three books. If I remember to do a wrap up from the previous week, it's on a Thursday and people are like, why are you wrapping up on a Thursday? And then if I do like a, if I do like a monthly wrap up, it ends, it's usually two months old. <laughs> and then, you know, I did a tag the other day. The first tag I did probably in, in four or five months, only because it was a short tag. And I was in the middle of reading uh, the new Kev Harrison book for mm-hmm. Saturday. I wasn't done with it yet. So I went ahead and did a tag. So I have no schedule. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know it probably hurts my channel as far as like uh, subscribers go. Uh, <laughs> because they, no, nobody ever knows when they're going to get something new from Jay, you know, but I do it kind of for me to have fun, you know, like a little outlet. I, I don't do a whole lot. Honestly, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, if the kids are not involved and the wife's not involved, you know, then I'd just be sitting there doing nothing. So <laughs> that's just, it's just, I just kind of do it for me. You know what I mean? If I'm not doing yeah. something with the kids or if I'm not doing something with my wife, then I would just be sitting there watching TV the whole time. And Mindy's book journey uh, mentions, dang, Jay, there's no way I could be funny or even coherent at midnight or 4 a.m. And I was thinking the exact same thing. I don't know how you do that at just, 4 a.m. or midnight. That's that's some skill. That's talent. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I that's good stuff. Is it a talent? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, yeah, like, I'm barely coherent at, you know, 4 in the morning or midnight. Well, I mean, you know, one person's comedy is to somebody else might be overly sarcastic and you know might might turn them off too and, and I, I guess i've been told i'm a little uh a little on the more sarcastic side i'm not gonna say i work on it because i really don't oh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just me i'm just me i've seen videos before and i'm not gonna 
I don't want to make it sound like I'm throwing shade at anybody or anything, but I've seen videos, not, nobody that with the who I talk to or I hang out with, but I've mm-hmm. seen videos before where people, they don't seem themselves. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and sometimes that comes across, you know, and I'm just going to be myself. Yeah. I mean, once, once I put so much effort into it that I'm not myself, it's no longer a hobby. And mm-hmm. that's what this says. It's, it's just a hobby really, you know? Yeah. So why not be myself in my hobby? Yeah, it's taken me a little while to get comfortable like that with just being not being so um, structured or, you know, just to kind of do whatever and just say whatever instead of being too planned out and it, it just comes across as inauthentic. So I think well, it's, I think people can note people notice that, like you said, it, it's OK to plan stuff, uh, it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you don't really want to do something that's verbatim you know mm-hmm. you want you want that natural thought to come because it, it's more pure i i think i mean it's just me you know yeah. coming again coming from like a, a i guess you say a performing background because when i was working in radio i had i had to you know be upbeat and, and talk to people and, you know and interview people and do all that stuff so maybe it came a little easier for me than some people i like i salute anyone who is putting anything out on YouTube because it's mm-hmm. harder than what the person that's watching it realizes it is. Yeah. It because takes time. we all get the deer, the headlights look once we turn the camera on and it's looking at us because then we're like, what was it we wanted to say? What? It, it, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I do so much editing because I screw up almost every line and I'm just piecing them together. <laughs> you know, there are people that could do one take, no edits and i'm over here like flubbing up words and i'm like i just i just invented a new word you know so i'm over here editing things out and and trying to (laughs) i'm going to put a a video over this and a different sound over this half of my stuff has my air conditioning running in it so you can't hear what i'm saying so i'm putting in like all kinds of like music and stuff to cover things up but yeah so Leslie had a comment uh, the nerdy on the poll. Yeah. Performing background on the poll. We know Jay. We know. I, I told you that in secrecy. By the way, I told you that in confidence, Leslie. Come on. Totally. I'm unfriending you right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's another, Leslie's another example, and uh, like Nikki and Brad, and these are that there's you know Mindy too is also really consistent. It's tough to be consistent, and it takes a lot of time and and work to to do that take, yeah like you said it takes it, a lot yeah. of time yeah, to do it yeah I, I think nikki's probably the nikki and brad are probably in my in my opinion not saying anybody else works hard but nikki and brad are probably the hardest working booktubers that i know i know mindy puts a lot of time into it but like mm-hmm. what nikki does with all of these interviews she doesn't really even need to review books anymore she could just be an interview no. channel and what brad does how he goes over to twitter and he interacts with everybody everyone sends him things and he actually gets stuff done and he reads them. You know, he, he could read circles around me. It takes me forever to read a book and he'll read like four or five, six a week. I, I just can't, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't so. do that either. But, uh, you know, with, with Nikki, she, I'm really happy for her that her channel is, she's so con- And what people don't realize, I'm sure you, you, and I know a little bit, but you probably know more better than I do is these interviews, they take a lot of time to plan yeah. and to uh, to schedule and to get everything together. I mean, so you you know we see the interview part yeah. of it, but we don't see all the other time that went in. 
I see a little um, bit of what she's doing behind the scenes to get the interviews yeah. up and running. She's recruiting other inter, under you know other people to, people to be on there to help her interview. Uh, she's talking to these writers and juggling schedules, and she's got a family too. So yeah, she, there's a lot of effort and, and time and hard work on her part. And then you know the video the the, the interview starts and. You have to wonder, is it going to go an hour? Is it going to turn into two hours? So that itself, you know, she's got to plan out a two-hour block or three-hour block in the day. That's not counting, you know, getting ready for the interview yeah, and all the extra hours. So a two- or three-hour interview, she might have 25, 30 hours put into that week of setting it up yeah, and getting it ready to go. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy for her that she's doing great with um... – interviews but i'm also a little bummed sorry nikki that i don't get reviews from you anymore because i used to love your reviews so i have to go back and watch rewatch old reviews just to just to relive the, the feeling <laughs> but it's also good because I, I buy less books now so yeah you know there, there are some that i've spent a lot of money because like brad i've I spent a lot of money because of him uh well, red beard kevin I spent a lot of money because of him. Ross Jeffrey, you know, he reviews also on top of writing. I spent a lot of money because of him. <laughs> yeah. So those are the three I've always looked at as far as what am I going to read next? What am I going to buy next? So, yeah, that's good stuff. And speaking of, of reviews, you probably get a ton of uh, review requests. How do you, how do you, I'm starting that? to get them now. I, I yeah. did for a while. I, and, um, well, it can be overwhelming at times too. I didn't at first, like I, I had to, you know, establish myself. I'm not established. I'm, I'm <laughs> people forget I'm on my, on my own, my own show. So <laughs> I think it's pretty well, I think you're pretty established. I mean, yeah, I think you're I pretty mean, well known in the community. It's a lot better now than what it was at this time last year, but yeah, I mean, I'm getting some requests, you know, people were asking me to, uh, send me an arc to see, you know, if I can review, I always, sometimes I feel like I got to get to it quicker yeah. if they send it to me. And I really don't. Uh, most writers realize, you know, that we have lives and that again, we do this for hobbies. Um, so they're usually not hounding me, uh, at least the ones that I interact with that I like. I have had some in the past send me, uh, you know, like an e-copy of, uh, of their book and then hound me every week to see if I was going to get to it or not. I've had a few like that where I've had just back out and say, you know, I, I do this for fun. Uh, don't, mm -hmm. don't bug me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I try not to be rude about it, but yeah, it can be overwhelming too, because if I let it stack up, then that's on me. And, I'm, and I feel like I need to get stuff done, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, NW reader says, yeah, I don't get too many authors hounding, hounding about reviews. Yeah, I think there are a couple that, but not. I haven't really had any. I've had one that was a little not not too bad, but just a little bit. But it's funny because some of these more some of these published books that handled arcs, I've noticed that a lot of the reviews are five stars. That whenever, and I've been trying to pay attention to that on on review sites like uh, Goodreads and see the reviews. And a lot of the reviews that are five stars are, I received this book for free. For an honest review, so that makes me a little wary when I look at a review. But they're all when there's when there's yeah. consistent. See, I mean, I, I, have, I have a whole opinion about that. Just yeah, yeah I mean, that's been brought up before. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, I made it known early on that I was going to be truthful with my reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there are some, if you go back a ways, there are some videos where, you know, I, I totally did not like certain books. Um, I'm not going to give a, somebody five stars just because they gave me an arc. I just, I just can't do it. You know, it, it's yeah. just not right. And uh, most writers understand that and they're appreciative of, of that because again, they're giving us their work for free and they just right. appreciate the fact that we are taking our time to, to read it. So we need to be honest. Okay. Now there's a way to be honest without being an ass. Okay. Yeah. Joshua Marcella would never let me live down the whole scratches thing. <laughs> okay. We have to, we have to hear that story. So. Yeah. Well, there's really not a story. It's oh, okay. Just, it's well. just like, I never officially reviewed it. Mm. I didn't like it. I liked it up to a point. Okay. And he's coming in late. So he missed the fact that I mentioned his name earlier uh, as far as some of the awesome people I've met in this community, just <laughs> FYI. But I never officially reviewed it. I liked it up to a point until something happened. And I didn't like it. But gotcha. then I read his prequel sequel. And then I have a better understanding of scratches. So it it was just one of those situations where I had to read the prequel to understand scratches more. Okay. And he's never <laughs> going to let me live that down, which he's by the way, a guest coming up on paper cuts next week. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it's all, it's all good. But as far as like the, the special five stars for, for the people who receive arcs, you know, they're just giving everyone else a bad name in a way. And, and if any of them see this, uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm going to be honest with my reviews. Um, I, I, I give three and a halfs. I give fours. Fives, I, I give a lot of fives if I'm blown away. Now, I, I take into consideration, again, this is independent and small press. Yeah. Okay? I enjoy these stories more. I'm going to overlook a misplaced comma here or, you know, a a word misspelled here to a point because I know they're using, uh, you know, Amazon's KDP for, Mm -hmm. you know, printing them off or, you know, a small press is getting them all done together. Uh, And it's different than reading like a Stephen King book who's got 25 different people checking it out, you know. So I'm going to overlook that. But yeah, I mean, I get fives for arcs too. If I'm blown away by it, if, if I really like it, if there's something in it that really just catches me off guard and I'm like, oh, th- this is pretty cool. And I may be a little bit more lenient with independent small press right? than I am when I'm reviewing something that's mainstream. But yeah, just giving somebody a five stars just because they gave you their book, that, that leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And, and it just, it, 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 it frustrates me sometimes, you know, and you yeah. see it too, because you read it and you're like, well, what, what did you, what did you really give five stars to? I mean, it was just bad, but then yeah. it goes back to the whole thing that reading is subjective, you know, maybe what yeah. I didn't like somebody else liked. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, the, the nerdy narrative, Leslie said on the other hand, on the other, on the other side of that coin, how about when the author that you don't like one of their books and they never speak to you again? Yeah. 
Has it ever happened to you? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. You don't have to mention any names, but what can no, you tell us I mean, about that? It, it happened to be, you know, one of the people. I had I had several people bugging me, when are you going to review this? When are you going to review this? So I reviewed one and it was okay. Okay. And I, I gave it a three. And that three was kind of generous. Mm-hmm. So I started to review and the other one. And I just kind of I, I told him in, in a uh, you know just a, a side message, you know a private message. I was like, I really don't want to review this. I don't like where it's going. I, I there's I just if I was to review it and be honest, it's not going to be a good review. Okay, and I'm letting you know ahead of time as a courtesy because I don't want to make a video and say this thing was garbage, you know, and blah 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 and all this stuff. I never heard from the person again. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's that's fine. I was trying to be nice and honest. I mean, who am first of all, who am I? You know, I I have like the least amount of subscribers of anybody in booktube world, you know, and I'm just some dude just sitting in my basement talking about somebody's book. <laughs> Did I start a fight in the in the in the uh it looks like people want to fight you over severed because no, severed I, I, was Scratch, oh, scratch is what I didn't like at first. I have more appreciation for scratches now. See what you've done, Joshua Marcella. <laughs> I mean, do, do you see what you've done? <laughs> no. After I read Sever, I was like, okay, cool. Did I just freeze? Uh, you're frozen, but it's 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 a good pose. You're, you're oh, good. that's that is pretty cool, isn't it? Look yeah, at that. Not too bad. It could be worse. It's like my uh, driver's license. So. <laughs> That's weird. Why did I? Hey, why did I freeze? I have good internet, people. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, that is kind of weird, isn't it? That was weird. Cool. I started a fight in the in in, in the uh, the, the uh, thing here. You didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> well, well, I didn't know what to expect. Like okay. we, we had talked about, yeah. You should be in frozen here in a second, though. I think uh, it happens to us on paper cuts too. So I think Joshua probably uh, froze your feed. That's what the the chat is saying. Probably NW reader NW. Uh, yeah. How many times have I mentioned uh, paper cuts, by the way? Cause I, I, it's on my contract to mention it like at least 10 times, I think. Oh, did we lose you? Did my camera die? Yeah. What the heck? It is a cool little uh, icon now though. So All right. it could be worse. All right. Super. That's, that's good timing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, now we get the the radio effect. <laughs> well, you you are from radio and have a radio voice, so hey, oh, there, there you go. go. There you we got go. it. Yeah, that's kind of scary. I got a show tomorrow. <laughs> I got to oh. check in to see what the problem is with that. But you find out now with me then on paper cuts. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> so what are we missing here in the chat? The booktubers I've gotten to know are great. Thanks, Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the booktubers that you know, I I don't really uh, the only ones that I, I'm careful with is the ones who always give five stars, who are consistently giving five stars. Yeah. That's one. That was the one. I, 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 I totally went off on a tangent there, didn't I? I, I just was. I, let me step down from my soapbox. No, this is what it's. This is what it's all about. I, I totally make it sound like I'm the most purest reviewer. <laughs> I'm not. No, I don't think so. I, really, oh. if you look at people to chat, like like I watch Josh. He's sincere mm. with this stuff. I mean, yeah. he, he's flat out. He'll tell you if he didn't like it or not. You know, he's he's just straight to the point like that. So nerdy narrative, I don't I don't know because she does a lot of fantasy. So I wouldn't even know if she, if she was 
you know, feminine or not. Honestly. She has a little of everything, though, to be fair. Yeah, she has she a lot of fantasy of... stuff. That I, I'm like, what? I don't know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's see. So, yeah, she's going to go play D&D now. So, guilty yeah, as charged. I, I, I know. Yeah. Nerd. Go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Josh is, in, he mentioned here, it is what it is. I always try to find re redeemable things about the stories, even if I don't like them. That way the review is respectful. I think that's really important to to give, you know, even if you hate a book, to find something, at least one thing that you thought was yeah. okay or, you know, something positive. Well, that's what I was trying to point out. Like, you can give a negative review without being a total ass. Before Josh and Marcella brought up Scratches, um, there was another book that uh, I buddy read with Leslie. If she's still, I think she probably left. I think she's going to play D&D. With Brad and Leslie, there was a book, and it was a big book. It was a, if Josh is here, he'll know what I'm talking about too. It was a monster of a book and Brad and Leslie loved it. They liked it. I I think they loved it. And it was somewhat of a, a big release. Okay. I didn't like it. I think I gave it a one or a two. Wow. I thought it was kind of overblown. I didn't like, there's a lot I didn't like about it, but I didn't just make a video saying how much I, it, I didn't like it or how much it sucked because I got a 20 minute video out of it. I pointed out things I didn't like and I made it clear that, Hey, just because I didn't like it doesn't mean you won't like it. Maybe you like this, this, and this, and this, but what I did not like about it was this, 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 and this. Okay. Right. So I, I made valid points and, and that's the thing. Like th there's also another book I did early on, when I started this channel that, that I heard nothing but rave reviews about. And I even said that in the video that I've heard nothing but rave reviews about this until now, because I think I gave it a three. And again, I, I when was it since when's a three a bad, you, you know, I think a three is still good. It's just not a five. Right. So I just pointed out a few things like I didn't like this and this, it didn't sit too well with me. So, it's it's all good. It's all subjective. You know, some people th think a three is bad. Some people realize a three is good. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. again, who am I? I'm just a, some old dude in the basement talking to uh, my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Plague of My Visions had a good comment. I think a fake five star review hurts an author's growth and self awareness more than anything. I think that's a good it does. point. Yeah, it does. And uh, Bookchara is, is, I'm definitely reading one right now that will not be five stars. Which, what book are you reading right now? Just curious. And Saf is not a booktuber yet, but sometimes I feel like I do give too many five stars. Uh, if, I mean, if I think everyone has, everyone's rating system is a little different. I think right. for some people, a three is, it was okay. And for some people, a three is, it was good. And it's, there's, everyone's a little different. That's why it's hard to know exactly um you know once you get to know the reviewer and how they kind of work what tiers they put their books in i think it helps out just to knowing what a three is to a certain person may be right. different to someone else i like mindy's comment it was a monster she knows monster of a book there's four or five people in the chat to know which book I'm, i was talking about so. is it a horror book um it may have been marketed that way maybe horror sci-fi uh. mixture um, <laughs> the, the video is not even up on my, I, I have the video. It's just listed as uh, a private that I, 
you know, some people want to check it out for a laugh every now and then. Because <laughs> I was I was trying to remember what what book what review you've done. That's a, a really big book. You won't find it if you just check out my channel. If you look at my, my channel, because it's it's up, but it's just listed as private. And uh, and Juan uh, Play by Vision says, "Not for me." Is a sacred booktube phrase. <laughs> Indeed, it is. I've used that too many times. Yeah, <laughs> and I have the the hate mail to prove it. See, and NW readers saying the three is meh to to mm-hmm. her. Yeah, everyone's different. It's there's yeah. no right or wrong, or you know, it's just everyone has different. But you, you know, if you, if you compare it to like a horror movie, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever, if you ever looked at ratings for uh, horror movies, you know, usually movies are rated on a ten scale. Um, six is six or better. It's pretty good for a horror movie because most. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, most horror movies you like, like like mentioned the horror movie, you know, The Conjuring or The Exorcist, something like that. If you look at ratings, they're like six or sevens. Yeah, on a ten scale. So if you yeah. look at a book, you know, a three would be a six. If you think about it that way, you know what I find interesting is that it's um, it's funny because a lot of people use point five. So let's say a two point five or a three point five. Do you prefer a ten point scoring system or a five? And or a follow up to that would be: Do you use point fives? I, I do use point fives. Um, even on Goodreads, even though Goodreads don't doesn't allow the the half stars i'll put it in the body of it yeah so so and that that's also deceiving too because you'll put five stars because are you going to round up you're going to round back right you know what i mean so if it's four and a half i have to click five stars but i'll put four and a half to start things off so you Um, round up yeah i round up because i don't want to punish them because they deserve that extra half (laughs) <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it, really, I think I put too much thought into it. <laughs> I think, I think we all do. Yeah. At a certain point. Yeah. It, so whatever. I mean, yeah. I'm just going to do what I'm you know, doing. And it uh, wasn't real. Yeah. 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 Real reads is here. He's on hiatus. Hope you come back soon. You get your, take a little break. Hopefully you'll come back refreshed. And uh, Juan says that, I think about it this way. If a restaurant has three stars on Yelp, I'll still eat there, but I'll be a bit cautious with the menu. That's pretty good. I like that. That's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. Uh, and Bachar was reading Knit One, Kill Two by Maggie Sefton. It is the first book in a 16-book series. Cozy mystery. I like the genre. I'm struggling to find a good one, but also this is not the book that I would typically read. That's tough, but if it's not a book you typically re- typically read, and it's a sixteen book series, that's that's 16 an endeavor. Books, yeah, on a book you don't normally read. Like I yeah. step out of my comfort zone of dark fiction and horror every now and then, and I will look at like a Southern Grit type, you know, David Joy, Donald Ray Pollock, Megan Lucas was totally out of my comfort zone, um, mm. and this was my favorite book of last year so you'll find some gems every now and you'll find some that you struggle with um i'm struggling with one right now i don't want to go too deep into it but i'm going to give it i'm going to give it a good uh you know give it some time see if i can adjust to it so yeah give it a chance yeah so have you and who decided we should have a five point scale? I want a 10 point scale. It's my wife, Brandy, uh, with that comment. But it's interesting. That's what Goodreads and Amazon. I mean, that's, that's what I was, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and everything doesn't have to be earth shattering or the most amazing thing you've ever read. Sometimes things are just a fun ride and I enjoy it for what it is. I think yes. that's a good, that's a good point. Yes. Sometimes it's just okay to be a fun, cozy read or a movie or whatever it may be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I could sit here and go through every factor that I would give for five stars. It's just something that you feel when you read it, you know, or four yeah. stars or three stars, you know, because there's no way I'm going to stay here and try to figure out what's going on in my brain. That That's, that's scary. That's <laughs> a whole different channel. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, have you ever gotten hate mail from a reviewer from a review you've done, whether it's a good review or a bad review or negative, nasty comments? Um, Yes, actually recently, and they deleted it. So hmm. I, I would have kept it on there. Um, it's it's the Eric LaRocca book that's oh. always the center of controversy because hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was something different. I enjoy Eric LaRocca's prose. I think he's got this prose that's just so smooth flowing, you know, and... and I boasted about it in a whole video. I, I enjoyed it, you know, and, and the funny thing is like, I have my stuff set up that if somebody leaves a comment, I'll get an email, I'll get an alert, you know, oh, okay. so yeah. I can see it, even if they delete it, the same thing on Goodreads. So I, I think I got comments on my review for, uh, Eric LaRocca's book on Goodreads and on my video. And then people went in and deleted their comments. I still saw the comments <laughs> because the yeah. email came to me telling me what it was. You know, you can't justify giving this book the score because of this, this, and this. And and I kept on re reading what they were commenting, and it felt like they forgot it was fiction. You know, yeah. if you didn't like it, that's great. If it didn't, you know, sit too well with you, that that's totally fine. That that's that's on you, and that's understandable because once again, everything's subjective. Right. You know, I don't think the the author is going to get too upset about it uh, because again, reviews are for readers, not the authors, not the writers. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> some of the stuff stuff that was said in the comment, I'm sitting here thinking, okay you forgot this is a piece of fiction yeah you're making it like it's a true story you this is not in the nonfiction part of your library you know the, the, yeah. some of the stuff they were coming up with so i i just i just went along with it it, it didn't bother me any i mean you know yeah oh well yeah <laughs> i wasn't a, I was, and, and juan i think uh mentioned here uh let's see <laughs> Uh, I got some hate comments for the same book be because I didn't like it. People have a lot of emotions about that book. And it seems to be the latest, either you love it or hate it yeah. type of book. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. I think the prose is really great. I think um, I really enjoyed the writing. It just, the story didn't do it for me. But I can see, I, but mm -hmm. like I mentioned, my review is I really like when they just go for it. When an author just goes right. for something and does something different, I think it's to be com uh, commended when they just go for it. I, 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 I liked it because again, it was an in, well, it wasn't independent. It was through uh well, yeah, it was a small press. It went, it was through uh weird punk books. And if you know anything about weird punk books, uh, they kind of have those kind of books. Uh, they're a little yeah. different, you know, there's a weirdness to them, 
they kind yeah. of go against the grain. It's not the usual stuff, you yeah. know? So it fit perfectly for rare punk books, you know? And it, again, it, it's somebody's piece that they wrote without a lot of other hands in it. Yeah. You know, nobody was in Eric's ear saying, that's not going to fly. You know, you, you can't go with that, you know, change this, change this to change this. It was all him writing it and released it. So I look at it like that too, you know, that's just I, that's just what goes through my head when I'm when I'm looking at stuff like this. So yeah, so it's kind of the A twenty four of yeah books kind of yeah I, I, everything I liked about it. Other people may not have liked about it. Yeah. So well, that's what that's the kind of attitude that I like. Is it's not for everyone. If you liked it, cool. If you didn't, then cool. And you know, let's let's talk about what we liked or what we didn't like, and we can still be friends even though we didn't agree on a and, book. And that's forgotten a lot of times, so we could yeah. all have opinions. <laughs> because yeah. I've had some comments before on some of my videos, like, no, this book was garbage, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, it's my opinion because it's my channel. <laughs> and this is what I felt about it. So, yeah. And uh, I mean, you just really opened up a huge can of worms with this discussion, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I think it's, it's an important discussion to have because I think some people have this mentality that if I enjoy something, everyone has to enjoy it. And if right, you don't, right. you're an idiot. And it's like, no, it, we all like different. And if I don't enjoy something and you do, then I'm happy for you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Good for you. And hope you watch it or you read the book over and over and you love it every time. And, you know, I'll read something else and we can, it's, it's okay. We like different things. There are a billion kind of books out there. Go find something else. Yeah. There's a ton of different books out there. And, yeah. and I wish I could read all the, all the books that I want to read. It's just, I can't keep up with all of them. So you got hateful comments for rating a book. Uh, three. See, again, I, I raised this question earlier. When did a three become bad? Yeah. I, I thought it was good. Yeah. You would think so. But uh, Josh Benson mentions that book is very, very polarizing. And it, it it is a love it or hate it type yeah. of thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, Marcella wants to talk about content warnings. Just <laughs> <laughs> We can. I think, yeah, you know, I... <laughs> Uh, well, let me hold on a second. And we we're not going to. No, it's, no it's, it's but fine. I think most people. I well, for me, with content warnings and, and the discussion, I wanted to. I have, just said that because he, he actually says that in the chat. No, yeah, I saw that. But um, the discussion that I, I thought was important to have was um, it, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily whether or not they should exist. It was just who should decide what goes into them. You know that kind of thing. It wasn't. It, it took a turn. So. I'm still, what I saw I'm from that conversation, have, I mean, I don't want to get, yeah. take over your show with that whole stuff, but yeah, from what I saw from the conversation, it seemed like somebody was getting confused with uh, censorship and content warnings. Yeah. And they're two different things. Yeah. A content warning, I look at, it helps preventing your stuff being censored. Comparing it to uh, the MPAA, you know, putting a, a rating on a movie or a parental advisory on a piece of music. That was a bad analogy mm. because again, movies, yeah, they have to censor certain things to cut certain things out to make that rating system. Right. You know, a parental advisory on a piece of music, it's still in, you know, several F bombs and, and sexual content is still in those songs. It's just now has a warning on it. Right. A content warning. It's just, Hey, 
this has maybe a scene of this and a scene of this in it, you know, yeah. and it, it, it could cause issues. It's just letting the, it's, it's, it's a considerate way of letting the, the reader know, Hey, if you suffer, if you suffer from, you know, if this happened to you, you may not like this, you know, yeah. but it does not change that the writer put it in the book. They're not yeah. being censored at all because nobody's telling them, Hey, you can't put that in there. Take it yeah. out. If somebody was telling them you can't put that in there to take it out, then that's censorship, you know, right. but they're just giving you a fair warning up front. This book's not censored. Here's what it might have. That's just, yeah. I mean, that's my, my point of view. I, I don't want to take over your whole show. About no, that. no, no. I, well, I, I still wake up in the, middle, in the middle of the night, content warnings, you know, out of the blue, but, <laughs> uh, but no, I think, um, you know, I do, ringtone content, yeah. warning, content warning, but uh, I, I didn't really used to have a, an opinion on them. I didn't really, I mean, I wasn't against them or for them. I just didn't really have an opinion. And then I talked to people like jo uh, Joshua or uh, other people, other friends I have, and they explained to me um, the things that they've been through and the things they've experienced and how, um, how, it, how much it affects them. And I, I've been fortunate enough to not be affected by things like that. And I've, you know, I'm thankful for that. And, but also I'm, I, I think it's important to understand that not everyone is that lucky. So mm -hmm. if it's in the back of the book or somewhere where if I'm not interested in reading the content warning, I don't have to, it's in the back, then what's the problem? I mean, what's, what's the big deal? If, if the author wants it there, then, then why not? Now I will say if, if there's a content warning that says, you know, extreme graphic body horror or something like that. And then I read it and I don't feel it's very extreme and graphic. I'm a little pissed. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> If you're going to have it, it say it's it's pretty bad. Make it bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have that in there, and then hey, this guy fell off a cliff. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, you have well, me I mean, all pumped up for something gruesome, something and good. we don't get it. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's. I think it's. I think it's an important discussion to have. Um, I think it's it's worthwhile. It's a worthwhile discussion, but unfortunately, not everyone. Uh, yeah, we. Is, we uh, I don't uh, want to take up your yeah. vote. That's. No. That's beyond us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, like I said, it's, it's uh, like Juan says here, content warnings. Is, is, <laughs> I have a meme on my channel now, so that's funny. <laughs> that should be your new uh, little logo. No, I've been trying to uh, trying to hide for that for a while, but <laughs> that went a, a direction, yeah, so it wasn't fun. But it, And I, aren't you yeah. like, man, it had to be my channel too. It had to be my discussion. Well, it, it had to. Well, yeah, it, it was just... And like I mentioned on one of my other updates is it was just a, I was so excited about having so many talented people. Yeah. I mean, well, it's I, just I saw the show. Crazy. I mean, we had uh, Daniel Barnett and Josh Marcello on there. And I've talked about them before. Yeah. Um, I mean, super I nice. Was, I mean, super talented, really yeah, down to earth yeah. people. And for it to go that way was really, I mean, I was really bummed out. I was bummed out for days after that just because of the, but, and it, it was only about 10 minutes, but it still, still yeah. bummed me out. What I mean to bring up bad memories for you? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm still getting over it. I know, he's like, he's like, when I'm ever talking to this guy again. Screw no, I, no, I, it, it was, it was. It, I think it's a good. I, I think uh, it's a good discussion to have. I think it's important. But uh, Lauren Lullaby says, "I hate when content warnings give away the plot. It has ruined my experience. But before, I always do appreciate them mostly. But people that read horror and grimdark know what know to expect that sort of thing. So, but how's that give away the plot? Like that would be a pretty in depth." long content warning like if it says yeah. may involve graphic nature let's say it's got sexual abuse but what if that's just one little part of the plot though yeah i think 
I think it's when they're really specific. I think, um, I think she may be referring to videos like review videos. Okay, I got you. So, I got you. Yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah, I don't want to get too in the weeds with it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to cut a pieces out. <laughs> no, no, more. yeah, no more editing. Yeah, that was yeesh, that was a thing. It, it was a crazy week, crazy week in the booktube community there. But thankfully, there's some there's and we talked a little bit uh, before we went on about the horror community and, and booktube and how many great people there are in the booktube community and how supportive they are. Yeah. Um, it's, and I've met some really, I mean, just wonderful people and all we have in common is just books and we have different views and other things, but we have books in common. It's just, it's just a fun, uh, it's a fun conversation to have. I mean, th- I, that's really one of the reasons why I, I stick with independent and, and small press. You feel like you're on the same level, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you really talk to the person behind the book and you see, wow, this person likes the same music as me or likes the same sports as me. And they're yeah. same kind of thinking style as you. And, and you find that you have stuff in common. And, and, you know, I probably interact more with people on Twitter and Instagram and through YouTube uh, that's in the, you know, horror and dark fiction, small press, independent community that I do a lot of my uh, family. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, I, yeah. So I've made friends with a lot of them and, and interact with them daily and do stuff. So it's, I never, I never thought it was going to be like this really. Yeah. It just kind of happened. Um, I didn't do, I didn't do it by myself. I had some help from a lot of other reviewers and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, Nikki and Brad introduced me to a lot of people. Ross Jeffrey introduced me to a lot of people. So, yeah, without them, I mean, this, my stuff would be non-existent. Yeah. And the whole I mentions, I think it's, I think I'm the opposite. Feeling seen by authors is a very different experience for me. And it's a bit of uncomfortable and intimidating. It can be. Yeah. And, you know, there's sometimes, you know, I've made, I've made some friends, some, uh, like Jeff Lane, I talked, he, he writes, um, like thriller science fiction books. Mm-hmm. And uh, we I, we chat pretty regularly, not every day or anything, but we chat regularly. And it's still, it's crazy to me that I I talk to Jeff Lane. You know, it's just yeah. it, it's just crazy that me does, uh, does what does Juan read? Does he do horror? Or is he mostly horror? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But is it more mainstream or is it independent? Because I, I I haven't had a chance to check out his channel a whole lot. Oh yeah, you should check it out. He just hit two thousand subs yeah. recently. I want to say congrats to him. But is it more like mainstream stuff? Uh, he runs. It does a bit of everything. A lot of uh, liter. A lot of um, yeah. He runs again. He does a lot of different types. He reviewed uh, the the book that we talked about earlier, as well. Which book was? Things have gotten worse since. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it is a little. Um, it is a little. Ner- it can be nerve wracking when when you talk to these because i still get intimidated by them just because they rate this they wrote or they produce something that i really enjoyed right so it's nerve-wracking I mean, I, I mean i've had a lot of interviews over the past year um there are some that i'm like giddy about like ronald kelly we interviewed ronald kelly i mean he's been writing since the 90s 80s probably you know he's he has hung out with stephen king you know mm. what i mean uh that was that was a pretty cool experience. Uh, somebody with that level 
who stepped away for a while and now he's coming back because the independent scene is so huge and so awesome right now yeah. uh, and it's so welcoming to to having people come in and just be themselves uh, i was a little intimidated from on that interview and i was a little intimidated when i first joined the community and all that stuff because i was i was wondering if i was going to be accepted or not you know and, and there's a big group of people that have accepted me and and it just feels different and and, and it can be weird at times, but yeah, like <laughs> it can be weird. But you, but you know, you got you got Joshua Marcella. He's in here talking, you know, making a joke that we've joked about for the past year, you know, and, and we're cool with it, you know. Yeah. I'll talk to uh, Lewis probably later or tomorrow. I was talking to Ross Jeffrey earlier about something, you know. It, it's they're on the same how, level. How cool it's is that? how cool huh? is that? Yeah, how that's cool what I'm saying. That? I mean, yeah. they're real people. Mm. I, that's just all I got to say about it. They're real people. So, <laughs> and uh, Mindy's Mindy's book journey mentioned uh, commented. I remember the first author that commented on a, on a review of mine. It was a huge high point thrill of my booktube channel. Yeah, yeah. And there was a there was a discussion. I think it was more of the of the fantasy community. Um, of um, there was a there was a discussion about authors commenting on reviews because. An author saw a review that they didn't agree with, or there was something, and there was a discussion about a character in the book, and there was a whole um, agree or disagreement about whether or not authors should be commenting on on reviews. What are you? What are your thoughts on that? I don't think they need to be combative with it, and I, I've never had that issue. I've had authors say, "Hey, thanks for checking it out. I totally appreciate it." You know, and and. Uh, oh, this makes me happy you reviewed it. And we're putting it out there for them to see. But, you know, again, it goes back. I, I don't want to sound like a broken record. Reviews are not for the writer. They're yeah. for the other readers. But writers will appreciate it, you know, and because they, they know you don't have to read your stuff. The fact that yeah. you took time out, however long it takes to read a book, a couple of hours, a couple of days, they know you took your time to read their stuff and now you're talking about it. I I would, would hate to see a writer <laughs> get on there and be like, screw you. I can't believe you didn't like my book and, and you know, don't buy any more of my stuff and blah, blah, blah. It, yeah. That would be pretty un unprofessional. I would hate to see that happen. And I haven't, I've been, I haven't had that happen to me. I don't know if that's happened to anybody that I chat with or hang out with. So, yeah, I, th I think it was a, it was a pretty popular fantasy series that, there was a discussion about a particular yeah, that's, that's the fantasy world. Yeah. I, I can only speak about our fun loving. It, I know it's weird saying fun loving, but then say dark fiction and horror. <laughs> Put yeah. all those words together. And it's it's funny that you mentioned that because we talked a little bit about this too before we went live, but the horror community, and it's it, I wouldn't have guessed it, but they are the nicest they people. Are. That's the just the most and the most supportive and nicest people you'll find. It's like not, not that other ones aren't, but it's like meeting a, a motorcycle gang and they're the nicest ones. They all have kittens with them. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, like, yeah, they, they're, they're super nice and they're loving and, and they, they, you know, promote each other. That's real big. They're all supportive of each other. There isn't, there might be some, but there, there's not a lot of, you know, 
digging each other behind their backs and bashing, yeah. you know, don't, don't read this work and stuff like that. There's a lot of them that promote each other. You know, yeah. you'll get, you'll get, you know, Ross Jeffrey every day. Hey, if you guys haven't checked out this book yet or this book yet, you know, check it out. So they're yeah. very supportive of each other. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Juan says, I tend to read mostly older stuff. Yeah. I'm used to my authors being dead. So when he <laughs> so has a negative have, review, yeah, exactly. he doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to come and comment on his video. And if they do, then there's, be, be afraid. It'll be like a long, like a long lost cousin or brother or somebody of them. Yeah. Somebody in their estate. So what did you, what are you reading this? Uh, and Mindy has two cats on her lap right now. <laughs> so uh, what are you reading this week? What, what have you been reading? Uh, I read the latest release from Rear Punk Books by Allie C. Uh, to oh, offer yeah. her ple- to offer, blah, sorry, to offer her pleasure. Mm-hmm. It actually doesn't come out till August thirty first. August thirty first. Yes. Yeah, I have that um, arc so too, but I haven't gotten to it. I, I read that. Um, awesome. Again, I, I'm a big fan of rear punk books, so mm-hmm. they're a little different. I just finished Below by Kev Harrison yesterday. Um, wrote up a little bit. I need to make a video about that because he's on the show tomorrow for Paper Cuts. I think that's mm-hmm. number 11, Brad, if you're listening anywhere. Uh, Paper Cuts tomorrow at 1 p.m. on Brad's channel. Uh, we'll be talking to Kev Harrison. And that's 1 p.m. Eastern? Yes, 1 okay. p.m. Eastern. Um, and that's all I've read this week. I... I'm trying to figure out what's next. Um, I, I need to look at our schedule as far as uh, paper cuts because we try to make sure we have some material for every guest read ahead of mm-hmm. time. Yeah, that's the tough part, right? Um, I know we have Joshua Marcella next week, and I've read Scratches of Severt. There, there they are again. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure they'll come up. So I may have a little bit of a cushion. I can try to get something else from my backlog and try, try to get try to get through but yeah i have a never-ending tbr list I, I, it's like i'm a hoarder i gotta yeah i gotta get a handle on this <laughs> do you read which non-horror books do you read or have you read recently non-horror yeah uh is that also non-dark fiction define dark fiction um Real life uh, oh, like issues. True crime. Not true crime can be in there too. If you look at horror, like a monster or a beast or a creature or a ghost, um, I would say Brian Bowyer is dark fiction because you know it's it's booze and drugs and <laughs> uh, you know being wasted sometimes, uh, trying to deal with personal issues. Uh, just dark stuff, just, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so I kind of grouped those together. That's what uh, it sounds weird. That's the stuff I enjoy guys. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I read most of. Um, I can't think what would be the last thing that's not in those categories that I've read. Hmm. Um, shoot. Because like I said earlier, I do read some Southern grit stuff too. Uh, so we're talking like, Donald Ray Pollock, uh, Megan Lucas, you know, David Joy, stuff like that. Um, I need to read Betty. Everyone's read Betty. I need to read Betty. Yeah, I need to read that too. Uh, so that's on my list to get started sometime in, in the fall. 
I think I could concentrate better in the fall, fall and winter, because I'm not outside yeah. and, and the weather is yeah. different. And that would be something that I need to concentrate on. So I don't know. You caught me off guard. I'm not sure. Oh, I did read <laughs> Run Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Thanks, Brad. That yeah. was actually for his book club. I read I read that. Um that was in January or February, I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How'd you enjoy that one? I don't know if I did or not. I think I gave it a three. That's not bad. So not again, bad, right? yeah. yeah, again, it, it was good. It wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't bad either. So yeah. And uh Lewis Stevenson says Leah's stuff. That's right. Thank you. Wisps of gold. That's more like a like a um murder mystery thriller uh kind of book. So thanks, mm -hmm. Lewis. Appreciate it. See how much uh we help each other out. Exactly. Because my memory is horrible, just just FYI. I mean, <laughs> yeah, mine too. I can I can relate, definitely. I'm glad Goodreads makes me keep track of what I've read because I won't remember when it comes to the end of the year stuff. Uh, actually, uh, Juan says I actually love 19th century romances, but I'm scared of, re of reviewing them on my channel. I feel like everyone would unsubscribe. Booktube branding is a difficult thing. No, if you read it and you want to review it you might open yourself up to like a brand new audience. You got, I mean, see, he's talking about people unsubscribing. There's too much thought into subscribers and, and people unsubscribing, you know, just, I could go on a, on a little rant and tangent about that. <laughs> too much emphasis on people with, you know, I got to get subscribers. I got to have a thousand subs or 2000 subs or whatever the case may be. If you read it and you want to talk about it, it's your channel. Just do it. You might open yourself up to a brand new audience. Or know? alternatively, he can create a new channel. Uh, Mr. Morningstar mentions just created a sub channel called plague by kisses. <laughs> could always do that too. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I know how many subscribers I have, hmm. but my views would say I have more subscribers and I don't want to say it in a way like, like I appreciate the, the subscribers I have. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it, because there are people who are interested in what I'm saying. They realize, okay, I'm using the social media outlook outlet that uses audio and video to talk about something in print. Print is like a, a dying breed, but we're using audio and video to talk about print. And there hmm. are people subscribing to my channel to hear me talk about something in print, which with this day and age of social media and kids and their tablets and their their smartphones and stuff. Read a book. What's a book? <laughs> Nobody really, you know, it's like a dying breed. But yet I have a social media outlet like Twitter or Instagram, or even a YouTube channel that's using audio and video to talk about something in print. So I have this amount of subscribers subscribing to my channel to listen to, to, to hear what I have to say about a book. So I would never, you know, say, shoot, why do I only have this amount? You know, now mm -hmm. I'm going to promote my channel because I, I think I have some good content on my channel and I want more people to check it out. So I'm going to promote it, but I'm not going to cry about it. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and if, if you, if you ever read like some of the um, fine print with YouTube and Google uh, 
some of the stuff they talk about with stats. And I try not to get into it, but yeah. there's somewhere in there it, it says, you know, if you're getting 10% of your subscribers watching your videos, then you're doing pretty good. So if you're if you have a thousand subscribers and you have videos with a hundred views on them, you're doing pretty good. I'm nowhere near thousand subscribers, and I have several videos with a hundred views on them. And I swear to you, they are not just me clicking on them to see if I have new comments because I usually try not to look <laughs> at them until one pops up. Okay, I have I, I I'm not trying to brag, but I have a lot more views than what my subscribers. <laughs> my subscribe count would say I actually have. So I don't really look at the whole subscribe, you know, count at all. Uh, yeah. I would like to have more and I do see that it's climbing slowly, mm-hmm. but again, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier where I'm in such a small niche. If I wanted to just do all Stephen King or Joe Hill, or if I wanted to switch, okay. And do young adult, thrillers or you know fantasy or whatever then yeah it'll probably blow up but i am not just doing horror and dark fiction i went one step farther in i'm doing independent and small press mm-hmm. <laughs> fiction a uh, dark fiction and and horror so it's such a small focused niche that I'm happy with what I have really. Yeah. And, and and if I, if I make a video and somebody says, Hey, that, that sounds good. I'm going to go check it out. That makes me feel good. You know, because I affected somebody and I made somebody laugh or I made somebody smile, just being a goofy guy down in my basement, record myself on my phone. You know, it's a good. outlook to have, I think, I think, um, I think it's, it's an easy, it's easy trap to fall into when you, you, uh, over in, and Juan mentions it's more, more than subscriber count. It's concern of pleasing my faithful viewers. I think that's a concern, um, that, that a lot of people have is, is that people come expecting one thing and they get another yeah. and it may turn them off. So I, I can see that too, but I think, um, but again, I think that's, that's a chance yeah. you're taking being out there. I, doing the channel is step one of being out there. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be a chance because you're not going to be able to, uh please every single person yeah you know yeah and i think i think it, it gets to a point where if you have viewers that watch all the time they watch for you and not necessarily what you're talking about right so i think yeah I, i've done movie reviews i i have yeah. a little segment called uh lewis help me out here pizza and popcorn because i haven't done it for a while um <laughs> yeah so but i've already done like four or five videos i've done music reviews music and movies before so <laughs> just but it's an outlet for me yeah those videos have lower views they do but i don't know if i really lose any of my subscribers when i do them mm-hmm. yeah it's important to enjoy what you do yeah but uh butcher mentions jay you remind random but you remind <laughs> me of tim allen <laughs> maybe i can change my name to that next time there you go you can change it to tim allen tim allen reviews books yeah yeah <laughs> uh, uh, Ashley read now sleep later mentions I like how most people's channel have a focus and then there's mine where I just talk about the most random shit I read <laughs> yeah and it was a uh, pizza and popcorn Jay just in case you forgot yeah I, I guess that means I need to f- review a movie I yeah it's time a while. it's time uh, 
<laughs> uh, like a, and Brad Proctor says, like a lot of authors say, write for yourself, and if other people like it, then great. I have a feeling that people are going to like watch this and think I'm coming off as like an arrogant asshole because I'm like I was like up on a soapbox every now and then throughout. No, this. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think it's I it's think like it's fair. My views on my channel. <laughs> I think it's I think it's good points to make. I think it's a they're fun conversation conversations to have. I think a lot of book a lot of YouTubers uh, that crosses their mind. I, I think a lot take it too seriously, really. Mm. I mean, I, I I take shooting my video and editing my videos seriously to a point, but at the same time, I don't want to lose the fun out of it because again, it's a hobby. And I think a lot of people take it too serious and and they they're too caught up on the numbers, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and I have to worry about that stuff at work. I don't want to worry about that stuff with my hobby. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. again, it's a hobby. I'm. If anybody thought they would do this, reviewing printed books on YouTube instead of actually working, no, you're not going to retire from your job and get paid <laughs> get paid enough to survive on this. I don't ever expect that to happen. So yeah, I don't think so. But uh, Played by Visions one says, "Not at all, Jay. We appreciate your insights." Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's important to keep things in perspective, and sometimes it's easy to lose that perspective when, and when you get into the. Um, to the analytics side when th that stuff is well you want to want to ruin your day get start digging into that because man yeah i don't remember last time i looked at my on. analytics it just no yeah. and uh, mindy's book journey says same my favorite genre is horror i read so many different genres i don't want to miss out on any great books i want i will read them all that's possible right why well, if you find the, the we'll secret, do it one day know. yeah mindy yeah. We'll, we'll do it one day like, yeah, I hope, I hope if you, please let me know when you when you figure it out because I'm I'm trying to find the answer to that one. I hope I want to read them all too. I could probably retire if I sell all my books. How big is your collection? A lot bigger than what you guys see. Let's, uh, give it a guesstimate. How many books do you have in your collection? Around a thousand it, as physical copies. Because I have about three three hundred ebooks, three fifty maybe ebooks. Um, but physical cop shoot, you know what? I really don't know. Maybe 700, eight, 900. <laughs> That's pretty bad, right? Well, how long have you been, how, how long have you been, have you been collecting? Well, let's what, just say that I put a small fortune in them over the last three or four years. I wasn't a big reader when I was younger, so I thought I would catch up <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not catching up. <laughs> yeah. I never catch up. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. catch up at all. It's tough, yeah. but uh, but Jay, I want to thank you for uh, we're over already over an hour and a half. I didn't even realize how long. But yeah, I, has it been that long? Man. Yeah, it's an hour and thirty four minutes. Did I stop talking any? No, not at all. <laughs> That's why you're here, though. That's I told you. I didn't know if you knew what you got yourself into. No, I, I never know what I'm getting into. But it's like it's, I have that issue where I know you're probably talking, but I just thought of something. And I don't mean to interrupt, but if I don't say it, I'm going to forget it. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. Yeah, so I'm like, drive, I'm like, okay, get done talking, so I can say something. <laughs> but I'm, I'm the same. My, I drive my wife crazy with that too. So yeah. no, I, I can relate. No problem there. Yeah, but I appreciate you uh, having me on, and and this is really the first time we've chatted. I mean, we've yeah. chatted comments and discords and Twitter and stuff like that. But yeah, um, you know, technology these days, first time. Where where yeah, are you living? I am in New Mexico. 
That's so, what I thought. So it's not really 7 p.m. Eastern. Or it is um, 30 now. It is my 630, time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, think, are you Eastern time or Central? I'm Eastern. Eastern. So you're, what, two hours behind me? Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, we drove through Ohio uh, on our way to New York. So didn't cool. spend too much time there. But Well, I mean, you get through it in two hours. Yeah. It's yeah, very green. Get, it depends on what part you might if you were northern part it's flat southern part hills i think we went through columbus if i remember right okay. uh, that, yeah i forget what highway it was but before i let you go i have and i totally forgot but i wanted to ask you this question it's a very important important oh, question and i i totally forgot because we got in we got into uh book reviews and stuff but so i understand you're a pearl gem fan mm-hmm. i want to so it's actually a two-part question okay your favorite and least favorite Pearl Jam albums. Go. Ten's always gonna be my favorite. Okay. And okay. gosh. Am I allowed to say least favorite? Oh. If we're going on let's go with the shortest one, Backspacer. Only because it's short and not a lot of Mike McCready solos. There hmm. you go. Interesting. There you go. So, so I mean, ten's 10, always. Right? I think everyone's going to love ten. I mean, don't get me wrong. The the first. Uh, I mean, you could throw yield on there. You could throw no code up there. You could throw mythology up there. Oh my god, do we have three more hours to talk about this? You know? <laughs> I meant to ask you before, and then I I uh... Gigaton. I I love their their one they released last year. They get ready to go on tour, and they were going to be here in Ohio, but oh. it all got canceled. Um, Gigaton Gigaton's great. That and for them to be doing it for thirty years and still releasing an album like that, I mean that that's uh, that's remarkable. I don't care. I mean, really, we could we could. Oh, you just open up a new can, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, right, but yeah, it's been a while since I've seen them. But I think a case could be made for. You mentioned yield and no code. I think a case could be made for yield. I think yield may be. They hit the. I mean, they hit their peak. I think. It's it's up there, but I think every album's got a different sound to it. it I'm that like, guy. I'm yeah. that guy. Yeah, and, and this this is gonna. If Pearl Jam fans are watching this, this this is gonna piss a lot of people off. Uh-oh. I'm a Matt, I'm a Matt Cameron guy. Well, how can't you be a Matt Cameron guy? Well, because there's always been that whole who's the best Pearl Jam drummer, and, and everyone loves Dave Abruzzi's, and he was great. Don't get me wrong, because. Uh, versus and Vitology, awesome. Uh, I think he did a, a lot of yield too. Jack yeah. Irons was, if it wasn't for Jack Irons, then Eddie would have never have met Stone and and Jeff. Okay, but I I was not a, a biggest fan of the, of his drumming. I thought Matt Cameron is like a drumming god. So yeah. in my in my book, no, to, yeah. to be the drummer in Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, come on, yeah. Interesting. So, <laughs> ten and gigaton. Well, ten because I mean, you you can put ten and just hear things that you didn't realize at first. We we got to stop this. And what mentions <laughs> Pearl Jam sounds like an yeah. ointment. <laughs> that's probably why they called themselves that too. Uh, Pearl Jam sounds like an ointment my grandma used for her cankers. <laughs> They were almost named Mookie Blaylock, so it could have been yeah. worse. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think 10 is the 
10 is kind of the, the default. I think 10 is, you can't go wrong with 10. I mean, exactly. Yeah. And then the others are going to be whatever mood you're, I listen to more live stuff than I do. It's rare to listen to a studio album every now and then, because I've listened to so many different versions of every song live. And my wife gets mad at me. Cause like if, if we're listening to something in the car, um, uh, you know, if we're listening to like satellite radio or something like that, and, and they're just a Pearl Jam channel and a live version of whatever comes on and she turns it down so she can say something. I'm like, don't it's live. She's like, it's not like you don't have 137 different versions of it at home right now. And which is true because I have all their concerts that they've ever done in some way, shape or form. <laughs> so, so you, that, that was my next question. So you, you did buy the, uh, I know that for a while there, they were selling each concert, the live version of each concert. You, but you bought are, all yeah. those. Yeah. They still actually, I was the guy that was oh, paying are, so. $50 for bootlegs uh, before they started doing it. They started doing wow. it in 2000, in the year 2000. Yeah. They wanted to do it in 1998, but Sony was like, no, we're not on board with this when they were with Sony at the time. Then they did it in 2000. And when they did it in 2000, they had like 17 or 18 of those shows show up on the Billboard Top 100 all at one time. And Sony was like, oh shit, we should have done this before. And so since then, they've done, done it. And they haven't had a record contract for years. They've been doing yeah. everything independently, but they do everything through their fan club now. So hmm. if we're talking like next day after the concert, you can download a flack copy of it or an MP3 really? of it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know through that. Their, through their website, as long as you, you know, you're a member, you could, you know, of course you're going to buy the show you go to. Um, that's how I buy most of them. You can buy it straight from them and they will put it on a CD for you with the, the track list and everything. Or you can just get the digital copy yourself. So, yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> so, just want to mention really quick to Saf. Uh, she mentioned she was asking about Buddy Reads, and yes, Brandy reads Buddy. She Buddy reads a lot of books with me. Uh, I'm, she's com she complains that I have her read too many books. But uh, so, uh, 2001. It must have been, gosh, it must have been April or maybe March in 2001. They came here, so it may be in your collection if you have them all. Most likely. Yeah, that's like so good stuff. Right on. Well, thanks again. It was a fun thanks conversation. I, I, yeah, I, was... I don't know how much of this actually is worth listening to, but <laughs> I just I, I go off on tangents and little rants at times. Well, that, that's why it's that's why it's fun. This is it's just a laid back, casual conversation. We, we broke the mold for your new show. Yeah. Well, uh, this is the uh, you know inaugural uh, yeah. uh, video. So and yeah. normally I'm doing an episode of Paper Cuts right now. <laughs> yeah well that's it. i'm really glad because it worked out so anyone who's watching who wants to come on next week i do have a guest uh, joshua marcella in two weeks but i don't have a guest next week so if someone's interested in coming and chatting uh i'm, harm I'm harmless so let me know uh just a it's a fun time casual it's thing. fun so, i, I yeah. appreciate it i totally appreciate it right on i want to thank you again for making some time out of your friday night thankfully yeah. you're your paper cut schedule and so you have tomorrow kev harrison on paper cuts right at 1 p.m eastern 1 p.m eastern yeah okay so be sure we're, we're gonna be doing it on brad proctor's channel on brad proctor's channel uh, if you miss it it'll be on my channel the next day and plus it's going to be in podcast platforms so uh spotify apple google all wherever you listen it's like six different platforms that we put it on so um you'll you'll listen to it at some point yeah well, it's great stuff and it's yeah. i i really you know your your channel was an inspiration for you know what I do, just the small press stuff, the indie stuff. You know, it's so it, it's fun to talk to you after seeing your channel before I started mine. So I, I appreciate it. I really appreciate yeah. it. 
our worlds combined because I, I was looking at you as like a fantasy, like a fantasy guy, sci-fi fantasy. I, I, now that you're doing more horror, yeah, yeah, we can have more conversations about this. No, now we can, now we can talk. Now that I do more horror, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it just dickish, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah, I can, I can deal with that. Okay, I, I, I got gotcha. you. It was a joke. <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm just playing. But uh, thanks everyone for for tuning in. Thanks for the great chat. Uh, we appreciate it. It's uh, it's always fun to interact with the comments. So it's always fun. And like I said, whenever someone wants to uh, jump on next week, I'm free next week. So yeah, thanks to everyone know. who joined us. I, I yeah. we had a pretty good turnout here. Appreciate Definitely, it. you're popular because no one Mindy, watches. Mindy, Crystal, here, so. yeah, Fiber yeah. RT, Crystal, Mindy, my friend Lewis. I knew he was going to be here. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Queens of Wave. Yeah, I know. Glad you got to. Glad you got to see me. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again, everybody. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, hope everyone has a good Friday night. Be safe, and we'll see you next time.